Hello and welcome to Off The Record. We are not listening to the 100 greatest albums of all time because this is the OTR Christmas special. My name's Tom and with me, he likes pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, is John. Merry Christmas, John. Hi, Merry Christmas, Tom. How are you, man? I'm good. Good? Are you excited for Christmas? Yeah, um, I'm... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel feel you, man. (laughs) It's going to be a bit watered down, I think. Yeah, but you know, as long as the Queen chats her shit like she usually does, we'll be fine. <laughs> Strong stuff. <laughs> I said to you, I think we should release this at three o'clock to compete. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I think we'd win because it's infinitely more interesting than anything she's got to say. <laughs> you know? Well, as you said, um, and I agree, I've never watched it. Yeah. I've never listened to it. I have no idea what she talks about. I've, I've, uh, yeah. I don't get why people would want to hear her talk at Christmas. And you could be like, having fun, you know? Um, I thought you were about to burst into a Christmas song then. <laughs> no, I've got nothing. Dude, we should get Mr. Wood thinking about Christmas songs. He was on... Let me let me explain to you my brain process there. Can you explain to all of us? Let me explain to everyone listening, including you, listener, my, my thought process there. <clears throat> Our good teacher and... And um, friend, wow, Mr. Wood, yeah, friend. <laughs> um, he would, he he has a cousin or something, who was in that band Wizard, who are popular for that one song about Christmas. Who's what? The name escapes me. Uh, is it? I wish it could. I be think it's. I wish it. Day. Yeah, yeah. And um, so he's in the music video for that, playing the saxophone. Check it out. And he was our music teacher and tutor. Year nine, year nine tutor, hey Tom. Yeah, yeah. Um, year nine, I think. Yeah. Was it year eight? Year nine. Year nine. Your yeah. um, your and yours and Mister Woods' redemption arc as a friendship is one of the greatest stories ever told. Yeah, dude. Yeah, if we had a TV series starting year nine, ending year eleven, like three series, that's a tight, that's a tight series right there. Um, yeah. What's well, the yeah classic three part structure? Perfect. Yeah. It really was a tale of redemption. It was a tale of forgiveness, a tale of um, letting your ego put and putting it to the side, you know, and opening yourself up to ultimately love. And that's what Christmas is all about as well, Tom. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But we should get him on one time. That'd be kind of cool. You should email him, though, not me. I'm too shy. <laughs> he doesn't remember who I am. He might do. He might remember who you are. Well, I was in a pretty big time band, pretty big time band, Burgess Hill. So, Burgess Hill uncovered, big fan of me. No big deal. Yeah, shout out to them. Yeah. I remember. Do you remember when we were at um, we were at the bonfire night last year, and uh, we we were stood we stood right at the front, and uh, Burgess Hill uncovered guy was there with a the microphone, and he started talking to you. And you tapped me on the shoulder and went, Tom, Tom, this is Burger Show Uncovered. And I just looked at you and shrugged my shoulders like the most just Yeah, you said something like, like and. <laughs> I had had quite a lot of alcohol. I apologise to him um, and, and his readers. Councillor Chapman. <laughs> yeah, um, I was pretty psyched to be on that. I've actually still got the video of that. Um, <laughs> I was so dismissive. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, Someone, yeah I, regret it. I regret it slightly, but it was funny, so I don't regret it that much. Yeah, I went to, yeah, we were like, he was live streaming on Facebook as well. So like <laughs> his entire audience heard you not give a fuck about him or the fact that he was a counsellor and he's got a very popular um, Facebook website. I was staring at a big fire. 
That was a hot steal fire. my attention away. That was a hot fire then. I remember that, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like really... Yeah, like you're so far away from it. Yeah, it was like horribly hot. Makes you think. Yeah, fire's hot. There's a realisation. Nothing. Not something you should play with lightly. Play with it heavily. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to do it, do it properly. Yeah. You're a bit of a pyromaniac because kids... Yeah. As a kid. Yeah. Starting fires all the time. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I don't know, man. It was just cool to see stuff burn. <laughs> it's like, and the thing is, like, society makes me sound like an insane person saying that. But it is. Like, you can, let's just be honest with ourselves. It is fun to, like, set shit on fire. Well, I, I consume a lot of true crime stuff. And I'm pretty sure that's one of the three red flags for a serial killer. <laughs> no, it's, 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 it is. Starting fires, killing animals, and wet, wetting the beds. Right, I'm, I'm almost certain of the three, of the big three. Well, I can safely say I've never killed an animal. It would make me feel sad. And, um... Leave the silence in there. And the wet in the bed thing, you know, we've all had it, made our mistakes, yeah. haven't we? You haven't done that since you were like 14, have you? Yeah, let's go 14. That's a, that's a respectable number. Yeah. I, more, I poo the bed more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't make me a psychopath, though, luckily. That's not on the list. No, eating it does. <laughs> this is um, not very Christmassy at all. It's not Christmassy at all. Uh, and neither is this. But, but before we get too far, and before I forget, I wanted to um, inform people or remind people, because I know you put it on Instagram, that we have an email address and we want to hear from you. Yeah. It is, it is 100 off the record at gmail.com. That's one zero zero off the record at gmail.com. Get in touch if you've got uh, any questions or funny observations. Ideally, if you've listened to the albums that we've chatted about or maybe uh, some of the songs of the bands and you have your own thoughts and feelings, uh, we'd love to hear them. Uh, John especially would love to hear them. He keeps telling me how much he wants to hear your opinions. Yeah, I do. I like, I like other people's opinions too exactly as much uh, as my if own. you agree with us or if you thought we were just completely wrong and stupid and undeserving of a platform uh let us know but don't be too mean because john is sensitive i am sensitive but you know what i doubt anyone's gonna be mean i think we got a lot of loyal fans listening i was really um really proud of the email posts <clears throat> on um yeah <clears throat> instagram I put a lot of time into that, trying to make it look cool. Yeah, it does look cool. Um, um, yeah, also go and follow uh, John on Instagram. Yeah, follow uh, my, John and me, but follow John, my private Instagram it. too. <laughs> Give me more followers. Well, we. John, what's our what's our Instagram? It is it is underscore off the record underscore pod. Or you can just type in off the record with Tom and John. I'm sure it'll come up. Yes. Okay. Now that's out of the way. So are you are you ready for Christmas? Have you ordered everything from Amazon? Um, I didn't really shop on Amazon much this Christmas. Um, nice, keeping the little the little shops going, are you? Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Um, or just not shopping at all. <laughs> no, I got some stuff. Yeah, doing online stuff. I got I got um my bro some of that beer from Hair Hair. I think it's Hairy Dog. Hairy Dog. Yeah, should you be saying that on this? He, I no, he's not gonna. He's not realistically not gonna listen to it on Christmas Eve <laughs> um, yeah so <laughs> that's coming any time now could be any time now I, um, I asked my brother Dave about uh, if he'd listened to episode 3 yet because he he texted me after he listened to 1 and, and 2 just to 
say he liked it and stuff. But I hadn't heard anything for a while, about three. Yeah. So I texted him. I was like, uh, I don't want to be too jacques about it, but have you, uh, have you listened to episode three yet? And he said he hasn't because he's got the new Barack Obama audiobook and that's taking up a lot of his time. John, I never thought we'd be in direct competition with Barack Obama. <laughs> hey, you know what? Of all of the competition out there, I'm I'm not too fussed about Barack. Yeah, well, we can't compete with that kind of charisma. Yeah, he drip, he's dripping, isn't it? Oh, yeah. He's dripping, in it? Got charisma to spare. Um, Should we get back onto Christmas? Yeah. I did all my wrapping yesterday. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, not yours. Not your present, because it hasn't arrived yet. I got a present? Yeah. For, oh, man. Well, I know we don't normally do this, but I saw something, and... Yeah, I just had to get. It. Well, so, this is crazy times because I didn't get you anything. Well, no, that's why I'm telling you now. <laughs> so I've dropped a little hint in. That's right. Yeah, you four there. days. <laughs> four days to get something great. No, I'm only joking because I bought myself one of them as well. Okay. Um, I think you'll enjoy it. But it hasn't arrived. I'm hoping it'll arrive before Christmas. I'll walk it around if it does. That'd be cool. And I did the wrap. I did the wrapping whilst watching uh, Parasite. I know I'm a little bit late to the party, but I haven't, what se- a film. I haven't seen that yet. It's on Amazon, uh, though, isn't it? So yeah, so, yeah, it absolutely lives up to the hype. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch that. Those there's some good Korean movies that people, are, you know, because because like, obviously we don't have, it's not like the cinemas over here show a lot of Korean like foreign films in general. But there's another good one about like uh, a train, like zombies and a, a zombie outbreak. But these people are trapped on a train. I think it's like I can't remember what it's called, but. Um, Check that out. <laughs> Someone... <laughs> <laughs> Just Google Korean zombie train film. Yeah, I'll do that right now. It's called The Train to Busan. Busan. It's quite a small piece, you know. It's not like, it's not like World War Z. You know, what I mean, where like he's flying around and kicking zombies. This, I think, it's more of an intimate thing. You know, dealing with how they're handling the. I saw it one night. It was late on TV, so I didn't. I didn't um, <laughs> You're not selling it particularly well. <laughs> I would like. I would like to watch it again, with fresh eyes, because I was quite sleepy when I saw it. <laughs> okay, I'll add that to the ever-expanding list of films I need to watch. Yeah, and I think it could be quite a scary one, so be prepared for that. Oh, don't do scary, John. Well, zombies are um, scary. Yeah. And not quite as ubiquitous as they used to be. They seem to have died off a little bit. Which is a good thing. These things, but that oh, goes yeah. in. That goes in, in. I reckon that's going to come back a couple of years time. The zombie hype. Probably. Closely followed by vampires. Yeah. What's the What's the thing now? Uh, that's a good question, actually. Yeah. What is the thing now? Superheroes, I guess. Superheroes, true, actually. But that's been like that for a long time. But it has reached a peak. I think everyone's sick of it now. God, I hope so. I think so. I, I, I know for a, for a certain I am. I was sick of it after Avengers 1. I thought that was, you know, it was quite good, but then it was like, like, who's watching Thor? That, that, that's so boring. Well, Taika Waititi did the second or third. Thor I thing. will say I saw that on a plane to Canada. Quite funny. Watched it. It was amusing at best. But he then can do no wrong, basically. After, but then after that movie and like the Guardians of the Galaxy movies... Like every movie now tries to be that kind of quirky, zany, quippy comedy. Oh, the quips, John! The quips, and, and, and that's just ruined. Uh, it's ruined a lot of things. That's in we're in Star Wars. We're in so Star Wars. Tried to make it like yeah. That's just yeah. It's just Disney's brand of 
humour now, which is just quips. Should we complain about anything else, or should I rustle it back to Christmas? Rustle it back to Christmas. Russell. <laughs> Russell. I said Russell. Uh, what are your eight favourite things about Christmas, John? Eight? <laughs> what kind of number? Man? I don't know. I had to think of something to go back on track. Eight. Number one, the delicious food. Yeah. Number two, waking up with the Baileys and drinking throughout the day. Oh. Daydream, John. I'm not gonna lie. I've got. To, I, I made a list of myself, and I day drinking and food as the two. Yeah, that's that's definitely the first thing. And then like just getting nice and sleepy watching TV. You know, you're full up. You're sleepy. You're relaxing. It's good times. You're listening to this pod. Listen to this pod. Yeah. Maybe you get gathering the family round. Listen to this nice maybe Christmas listen, podcast. Maybe listen to it a few times just to get the listenership up. Yeah. Maybe. Tell all your friends to like us on Instagram and get involved in the <laughs> comment section. You know what I mean? Um, send us some emails. Send us, yeah. <laughs> Maybe remember to rate it on Apple Podcasts if you listen to it. <laughs> give it a five. We star. haven't told people to do that. That's a good point. That was that was shameless. <laughs> we got to do it, man. It's it's about time. Especially as this isn't like canon technically. You know, it's a special. So let's yeah. just let's just yeah, ram in the, the advertising. Um. So that's three things I like about Christmas. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know the presents are nice, but I, it's sort of a fifty-fifty that I like presents, but I don't like buying presents because it's such a faff, you know. And it's like, what do you want? What do you want from me? <laughs> John, John's <laughs> like, not too proud to say he doesn't like giving gifts, but he does like getting them. <laughs> I'm not too proud. I'm not going to lie to people. Don't know? listen to all those liars that say they love giving gifts. Okay, they love getting them. Nobody likes giving gifts, and especially like, it's just hard sometimes when you don't know what to get people. You know, and you're like, are they going to like this thing? And like, I don't want to buy people something that they could just buy themselves, but at the same time, I don't want to buy them something that they don't want. It's just some shit, dude. I think you can't go wrong though if you're going to buy someone like a candle. Or maybe some chocolate or a, or a bottle of something. That's those are like safe things because you know what I mean. Like you can, you know that there's going to be some good use out of that, and also it's a nice thing to have. But like getting them like a, some I don't know some something else. It's, it's a risky business game. Like uh, it's a risky game, <laughs> and a bit of a business. <laughs> it's a risky game and a business. <laughs> so oh, good. How many are we on? I think that was five. Yeah, that was uh, yeah. So I don't, I don't know. That's it. I think five's a better number than eight. All right. Um, well, I think we've christmas it up enough. I think everyone's feeling pretty jolly, pretty seasonal. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about some music. Tom, why don't you tell our lovely viewers, uh, listeners, I mean, um, about what this Christmas special is all about. Tom. I'd love to, John. Thank you very much. Uh, so it's a slightly different format on this episode. Quite rightly, there are no Christmas albums in the list of greatest albums of all time. So we have each picked three Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. John, are you, are you pro Christmas song? Would you say? Yeah, man, I like a good Christmas song. I think without Christmas songs, uh, Christmas would be pretty lame, actually, wouldn't it? Wow, it's a big claim. Yeah, we'd still have board games, John. Well, but what would you listen to while you're playing? I guess exactly. No, you're right. I'm I'm generally in uh, pro as long as they're on my own terms. Yeah. Like when I worked at the cinema and I tried to listen to them all day, every day. Yeah, true. But 
Anyone who's worked at retail will understand. Yeah. It's utterly soul-destroying. I was in a restaurant and it was a very similar thing. Oh, but... yeah. yeah. Um, do you think there's a recipe for what makes a good Christmas song? Yeah, I do. I do. It's got to have bells in it. That's number one. Yeah, definitely have bells in it, yeah. Um, it's got to... Usually the ones that people like a lot are the ones that are about being heartbroken on Christmas. Finding yeah, there's some pretty melancholy overtones. Finding in solace in the Christmas festival. Yeah, melancholy is is why is a good word to call it. Um, but some of the good ones, are, yeah, it's got to be about. I think the love is what people try and capture in a Christmas song. You know, um, otherwise bells just stick some bells in there. <laughs> yeah, how about you? What do you think? What's your recipe? I think. You need a uh, to sing the same chorus a dozen times. Mm-hmm. I think being recognisable from the first chord alone seems to seems to be a, a mainstay of the songs that I've listened to. Mm-hmm. So the big ones. Um, while I agree that the melancholy is quite a big deal, I would like to highlight some uh, some big ones that aren't sad. Let's hear. You said them earlier. Darkness. Don't let the bells end. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of um, Step Into Christmas by Elton John. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Shaking Stevens, Simply Having a Wonderful Christmas Time. There's, I'd there's... say like in the 70s, it was definitely uh, a bit more good times, eh? A bit more jolly, yeah. Yeah, and then after a while, people were just like, maybe not as jolly. But then, you know, there still are jolly ones. I'd say the Darkness song, even though it is happy in tone and like, obviously they're saying bell end and stuff. It's still <laughs> about like, it's still about... Is that about... what they're saying? Oh, I didn't know I ever got that. I don't want to... I've loaded this. Mate, the darkness need, deserve a shout-out for being pretty good. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah. Pretty... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the shout-out. That's pretty like damning shout-out. <laughs> <laughs> are they still... Are they still um, they do. making music? They are making music, yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. All right. Um, but it's still about... That's still about, like, a relationship in Christmas time. You know? I can't remember the exact. I haven't. I haven't listened to it in a while since for a year potentially, but it's still about yeah, be uh, trying to win your girl back at Christmas or something like that. So it's still relationshipy and and a hint of potential sadness in that song, I reckon. But it's a good time at the same time as well. Yeah, it's all covered up by that awesome glam guitar. Yeah, that's a song that I wish I had included in my top three. Um, yeah, so do I. I wish you'd included that as well. Yeah, because that's a really good one. But you know what? I'm I'm happy with my choices. That's for sure. But yeah. well, let's let's move on to your, the first of your choices. Yeah. And it's uh, the 1994 classic "Stay Another Day" by E17. Yes. Um, obviously, I've heard it a thousand times before and enjoyed it at least a couple of times. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, the only this time did I notice there is absolutely no reference to Christmas yeah, whatsoever. Exactly, and that's why <laughs> I, I not noticed that. That's some of the genius, and that's where the bells come into play. You could write a yes. song about literally anything, especially being sad about your lover going away. Stick a bell in there. You got a Christmas song. Yeah. Hey, did you pick it because you're a big fan of it? I picked it because it is. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I don't. Yeah, because you it's... thought of the first three Christmas songs that came to mind. Because <laughs> I've been pushing you to tell me what the three are for about a week. And yesterday, I think it was. You were like, "All oh, right, just these ones." No, it wasn't. In there. It, it might. It might have come across like that, but it was. It wasn't um, like that. Uh, to me, I do like this <sighs> song. You know, I think it's... You know, it's a good song. It's a good music video. I I enjoy it. Oh my god, the music video. Um, it is remarkable. Yeah. I think if it's yeah. been a, if it had been a comedy sketch, it would be held up as like the greatest boy band parody of all time. For sure, man. Yeah, that's the nineties for you right there. It was peak. That they took oh. that seriously, and you couldn't do that now. Yeah, everything's too. How would you take that seriously? Everything... The way they're all floating around. Yeah, the heads just keep slowly coming into shot from the side. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the fake snow falling and oh, the puffer. Um, the puffer. Parkers. Parker. Yeah, yeah. That's what I wrote. I mean, one thing I liked about it was. The music, it's a, it's a, it's a iconic music video, I'd say, you know. Um, yeah, I would agree. It's a staple in the in the genre. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just smart of them, I reckon. I'm, I'm just impressed by them and their team. You know, they, they come out with a song around Christmas time, stick a bell in it, do a black and white video. There's your Christmas song, and and we still yeah. to this day, twenty five years later, twenty six years later. Um, listen to it yeah it really was that cynical i read that they literally just did as it was coming out around november december time they just mm-hmm. chucked some bells on it but i mean they struck oil because it's if they come out in the summer i don't think it would be ever have been played again no yeah it would be a forgettable one although they were quite popular i hear you know in the in the 90s uh, in england at least but um yeah this song is pretty it's pretty drab isn't it it's quite repetitive they they sing the three line chorus ten times, <laughs> but uh, well, it obviously struck a chord because it kept Mariah Carey off of number one. There you go. All I want for Christmas didn't even make number one the year it came out because this song kept off. Man, that's crazy actually, isn't it? I actually saw them fun story about these. these Are guys. you about to tell me you saw them live? I saw them live, yeah. Oh, a couple of, A couple of years back, what was it like? I want to say it was like two thousand eighteen. I was invited to go to some jank and when i say jank i mean it was it was it was jank i can't i can't dress up to be anything else um 90s music festival somewhere in london and me and a selection of my friends went and we had a good time i drove so i couldn't drink and a lot of big names played uh including one of the atomic kittens one of them <laughs> mutia I want to say her name is Mutia. Is she an Atomic Kitten? I don't know. Anyway, she was there, and then some other bands were there. Venga Boys were there. That was a pretty sick set. That went by like a flash, dude. Because that, that was how many that times was on did fire. they play the one song? They opened up with it. Opened up with wow, um, and then ended with it. So they opened no, up with like <laughs> half. They didn't finish it. It was like quite a cool yeah. set. They, it, it the songs merged into them, so it was quite flowing. And yeah, and then they ended smack, and they did it right. So they did the half at the front, and then did it again, but in its full at the end of the set. Very good stuff. Very good stuff. And they, you know, they put a show on, man. The, the LCD screen was popping off. Them in the Venga bus, and they had their cowboy hats on. You know, they were really, they were really killing it. They were living their lives, dude. So shout out to these Venga boys. Um, <laughs> Don't get mentioned enough these days. No, I still like him. You know. Um, the Venga bus is a big tune, and the one that we're about, they go into Ibiza. Ibiza. Great one. 
Great one. Boom, boom, boom. Another big tune. Three solid tracks. Is that them? Yeah. You can't tell me that's not a fucking cracking song. You can't tell me. But we saw East 17. They came on. And there's only like, there was only. So I think there's like five or four of them in this music video. Right. They definitely aren't 17. But, um, <laughs> that's not what <laughs> but there's, there was only like two left. I assume it's a postcode. I assume they're from London. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, like Wikipedia's them. But yeah, there's only a couple of them left, and they they sang it, and it was because it was mid of summer, middle of summer, and it was a bit weird singing along, and they were like, "Come on, everybody, get involved," and we and it was just a bit like, "It's not the time, guys." Like we get this is your yeah. only song, but come on. Yeah, that's someone who doesn't have much faith in the rest of their material. Yeah, they played like two songs, I swear. I don't remember any of their other stuff. Proper whack festival, but uh, you know it was quite fun, um, and it cost one pound. No wow. lie, no lie. <laughs> like a festival in the eighties. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why it cost a pound. I think someone, one of the people we went with, got a deal or something, or I don't know what happened, but it was cheap as chips. And yeah, an alright day nice. out. Um, it's got quite a tragic backstory to stay another day. Do you know? Yeah. Do you know about this? I yeah. discovered that today. Yeah. Yeah, sad. So the the writer, the band member Tony Mortimer, wrote it about his brother who committed suicide. Yeah. feel bad about making fun of it now. Yeah, when you hear that, it is definitely... But, I mean, it's... That's not what it's about to anyone else, though, is it? Because it, it seems like just a basic breakup song around that you could... That they've managed to link to Christmas. But, yeah, like, it is... <laughs> yeah, hearing that is such a bummer. Um yeah. Poor guy. And Tony Tony is the bald one. Is he? Yeah. That should be Is he the principal songwriter? I don't know that much. I don't know that much, but I know he definitely he definitely pulled his finger out for this one. Well done to Tony. Obviously my yeah. He basically keeps the rest of them in beer for the year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah, and ski glasses can keep skiing. <laughs> Knowing that the income will keep trickling in every winter. <laughs> Good. Um, I can't believe how long we spent on that. <laughs> we were already half an hour in. Um, There's a lot to talk so that, about when it comes to E17. There is. Um, but I'm going to have to cut you off because we need to move on. We're here. We'll be here. We need to finish by Christmas. So let's move on. Yeah. Uh, my pick, first pick, was LCD Sound System. Uh, Christmas Will Break Your Heart. Yes. Uh, released in 2015. Quite a depressing one. Not exactly jolly, but I love that melancholy stuff. What did you think? Yeah, well, <coughs> I like LTD sound system. Hmm. All right, first of all, cool cut band. my coughing out of that. Um, yeah. yeah I, or is it a bloke? It's a guy, but, dude. But they're a cool outfit. Yeah, I think it's just one guy and he has a team that probably tours with him. But yeah, he's really good. Um, uh, this song was a bit... It was a bit too, like, to me, it was a bit, like, on the nose. Like, um, he was trying to write a sad song, so, a sad Christmas song. Trying to be like, oh, look at me, I'm writing a sad Christmas song. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Did the uh, chorus not turn it around for you? Because I absolutely, I love that. Even though it, I call it a chorus, it's one line. But the because ver- the verse is just a list of why, look, Christmas is terrible. Yeah. And why he's depressed. And then suddenly he just turns, and he sings one line which is, but still I'm coming home to you. And like the music swells and uh, and it all makes it all sound worthwhile. I, I thought it was nice. I it didn't it. sound worthwhile to me. It sounded just like, like, 
you know he's begrudgingly coming home yeah that's it for sure no i didn't get that i thought i thought that these are all the terrible things uh but here's the here's the, the good thing yeah that's how <clears> i heard it that could be it man yeah if, if it, but yeah to me it just seemed, it just seemed like he's it's just this, something that he does goes home for christmas and and he's yeah he just hates the season but goes home and i guess that's it really um I think yeah, the whole depressing Christmas song. It's like when bands write songs that are happy sounding, you know, in a major chord, but then you have sad lyrics and they and the bands are like, you know, we just it's so crazy, you know, it's so crazy. <laughs> We're like geniuses. It's like <laughs> think you know, of the juxtaposition between the sad and the happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like mate, it's not you're not that impressive. Like it's kind of yeah. been done before. Yeah, um, not that this song That's is right. not that impressive. Right, I, it was good. It just it was just a bummer out to me. I can't imagine sticking this it song at Christmas and being like, "Oh, goody, Christmas no. is around the corner." <laughs> it's, right a, it's a good um, gimmicky song for LCD Sounds. I understand that it was their first song in five years as well, so you know it was a, a big just, comeback. Yeah, blow the cobwebs out. Uh, yeah. The uh, the ending was a big reason for me picking it because I I love a slow build crescendo type of thing, and I thought this was a great one. It was a very large ending. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I um, liked it. And, and and if anyone out there is ever gets sad around Christmas time, you can get a lamp um, that Jesus, where's this going? Helps you. <laughs> you can get a lamp, and it's uh, it, it will bring the sun into your room uh, as oh, you okay. wake up. So it will help you be a bit less depressed at Christmas. So invest in one of those lamps if you feel like Mister LCD. There's a little, fun, fun, little top tip for you. <laughs> yeah, that is a good tip. Um, yeah, I always get a little bit depressed when the when the clocks go back and the, yeah, yeah, it's, it is it's really dark. It, yeah, it's disgusting. Dark when yeah. you leave the house in the morning and dark when you get home. It's just, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, mm. for sure, man. Cool. Should we move on? Yeah, so, uh, slightly happier one. Yeah, man. Because this is your second pick, uh, released in nineteen ninety three. It is Boys to Men with Let It Snow. Exactly. Yes. I absolutely love that they released a Christmas album called Christmas Interpretations. <laughs> what an amazing name for an album. Yeah, dude. <laughs> How else are they interpreting Christmas, John? They're just, they put their smooth, velvety, creamy R&B spin on Christmas time. And, and it's, it's needed. Smooth. It's needed. You know, Christmas has never felt so velvety. And, uh, and I'm, a, I'm a fan of Boys to Men. On any time of the year, you know, end of the roads, a big tune, tune, um, etc. But this one is really good. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, oh, let's... that's my favorite thing. I absolutely love when people start lists and immediately bail out of them. Like <laughs> yeah. the, one, the one that always springs back to me when um, when we rented our second uni house. Maybe it was our first uni house. I can't remember. But in the like. In the terms and conditions, it says, um, it said, no musical instruments, piano, etc. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember reading it and he started writing, he started listening to thought, oh, fuck it. I'm going to list every fucking instrument. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why he felt he needed to list them, but he started piano and he just couldn't go any further. Oh, funny. It's funny, funny dude. Um, uh, I quite like Boys to Men as well. But can you tell me all the reasons why I'm wrong for hating this particular song? I can't. I can't tell you. I don't know. Because um, 
when I heard the first five seconds, I thought, "Oh, this sounds great. It's gonna be, it's gonna be silky smooth." Mm-hmm. And then it was just, I thought it was just, it was just painful. Wow, you know. No, I'm sorry, man. We couldn't be uh, more in disagreement with each other today with our picks. I don't know. Um, yeah, I just think. I mean, I just, I love this sound. This R and B, this era of R and B, is so good. It's so good, man. And it just is just like, it's just straight up vibes all day long, man. You can bump it in your car, bump it at, at, your, at a barbecue, you know what I mean? And everyone's going to be having a good time. Everyone's going to feel juicy and want to be grooving, you know what I mean? And thankfully, Boys to Men gave us a little taste of R&B in the wintertime. You know, get some eggnog on, get a little boys to men on. You start bumping and grinding, baby, bumping and grinding. And uh, I love it. I love all this. All the the 90s was a, was a real strong time for R&B and like New Jack Swing kind of style stuff. Um, I'm not sure we'll come across uh, this kind of genre again in the... Top you don't think list. Boys to Men will be back again? I'm not sure. <laughs> Good one. Nice. <laughs> no, I'm not sure if they're in the list, but uh, I, yeah. I got, I just like this song, okay? That's what it comes That's down good. to. That's oh, good. I'm happy you like it. And uh, I, Deep. it's just that there's, um, there's no tune and there's no melody and there's no hook. And it's just what? them war- warbling. And Did you uh, hear the song? Of course there's melody. Voy- vocal warbling. I just hate it. The harmonising, admittedly, is is brilliant, but I've come to expect that from Boys to Men. I know they, I know they've got that in that locker. There was a lot of melody. Uh, no there melody. was. There in the, I mean, there was tons of melody. They're melody men. <laughs> you know how a lot of people think the '90s were a terrible time for music. Yeah, and we both know that that isn't true. Hundred percent. Yeah. But what you've done is you've picked two songs that epitomise why people think the '90s were shit. Dude, I mean... Cheesy, bland. Wow. There's no edge to it. Wow. There's musical beige. What, and the only edge you bring to the table is LCD Sound System being a try-hard bin, well, Christmas is sad. Well, well done. Good observation, LCD. Christmas is a sad time. Where'd you come up with that? I've got two more sad songs to come. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking dumb, all right? LCD Sound System's dumb. In that one, <laughs> only for that song. I like, um, <laughs> I like him on the whole, um, dude. Yeah, I mean, and the music video as well. Really, I'd, I want to go to a cabin one Christmas in 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 North America, and just hang out with my booze and my bros and sing, harmonize, put snow on each other, you know, <laughs> play chess, <laughs> play chess. <laughs> um, we should like, harmonize more often. Yeah, we need to. We need to. Because look how, look how tight they are. And they're just hanging out and having a good time. Um, yeah, I, it's so dope. And R&B is good. And I think maybe you just need to take a, take a second to, to listen to some more New Jack Swing and stuff. And, and um, I get a little taste for it. Get a little flavour for it. To say there's no melody, Tom, is honestly, it's shocking to me. And the warbling I get. I get that, you know, like that. I can I can see that I can see that side to it, but it's not Sounds like showing off. You like weren't listening I think I think about you is you you don't know how to bump and grind. 
You or see something true. wrong. You see something I wrong can't, can't with, with a little bump and grind, dude. So yeah, that was good. That was, that was very good, John. Thanks, dude. It's a shame I said something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you should be witty more often. Thanks. I I got wit coming coming out of my butt. <laughs> um, yeah, good song. Good job, boys good. to men, and and everyone good out band. there. If you're not listening, if you only know the hits like New Jack, uh, Philly, New Town, Motown, Philly, rather, listen to the rest of their stuff. It's so good. Cool. Um, okay, my uh, second pick is a 2010 banger, <laughs> Christmas Lights by Coldplay. <laughs> All right, here we go. Now I've insulted your choices, and now I. I open up the floor for you to trash Coldplay. Yeah, it's funny how on, you feel your beats. Come on, let me hear it. <laughs> Regurgitate all those lies you've been told about how rubbish Coldplay are. I think it's Come funny on. that you'd even say that there's no melody. Give in to the mind control society has been pushing on you. There's no melody in a Boys to Men song. Like a, like a piano rock MK Ultra. Men that are <laughs> wonderful and beautiful singers, Tom. I'm not arguing with that. Um, how good their voices are. Considering you just re- just a second ago, I think people, if anyone missed it, you can rewind it. Tom said, boys and men have no, had no melody. Coldplay opens up. The guy, he's singing so low. He barely, he's barely singing. What is he doing? Chris? Is that, yeah. He's giving himself room. He's giving himself room. Um, basically, as far as I can, I, I actually kind of thought it was a nice song and stuff, but it's pretty much just a Sainsbury's advert song. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great show <laughs> um it's not offensive it's doing the it's working with some good tropes that we know work being you know having a love at christmas time and he's finding hope in christmas to get him through a terrible period of his relationship and in this case he is looking towards the christmas lights to give him hope and he's you know and and um and yeah i guess they really studied all the Christmas songs that they like and put together a pretty average Christmas song. Um, one that I reckon they wrote thinking, oh, everyone's going to go down the pub on Christmas Eve and, and chant the end of this song together and have a great time. But no one's doing that, Coldplay. You know why? Because no one remembers that this is that. a song. No one cares about this song, okay? No one cares. <laughs> I can't help but feel this. You would have said something slightly different had the last two songs not gone the way they did. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I was pretty I felt like no ways about the song it was just like it just felt like a Christmas song I like the I like the sad slow piano riff in the intro and then the piano com- uh, the, sorry the percussion comes in later and the energy picks up and it's got brilliant chorus that mm-hmm. is sing along as you said I mean it comes in comes in quite late it's, it's over halfway through the song before you get the first chorus yeah and it's not that sing along I don't think I don't remember any of it, the melody or anything. It's not a catchy song by any means, I don't think. <laughs> right? I don't know. I think, yeah, I mean, okay, so I think for sure Coldplay know how to write an average song, you know. They know how to make, they know how to hit the right notes and make a song that is is pretty palatable, like Greek yogurt, you know what I mean? doesn't offend <laughs> anyone. <laughs> um, but, but, yeah, I mean... To have this in the top Christmas songs, bold move from you, I'd say. Bold move. I no 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 no. 
that's that's correct that straight away this these these were not our top three favorite well i never meant them to be our top three favorite songs or christmas songs or whatever they were just uh, i'll just songs you you're just thinking of three about. okay but is this one of your favorites yeah it's my favorite <laughs> 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 no, no i'm only joking um i think it'll get in my top five probably not my top three yeah i don't know man yeah it just it just uh it was okay i think it was okay uh, I'm not well, I think we've reached, some, we've reached uh, some sort of middle ground, so let's, yeah. let's uh, move on to one that we both enjoy. Uh, your third and final choice from 1985, Last Christmas by Wham. I can't fault you for this pick, John. It's great. Yeah. It's absolutely great. It's a um, good tune, man. Written and produced by George, who probably doesn't get the credit he deserves as a musician. Yeah. Because all the talks about his personal life. Him in public toilets. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I, I might be making it up. I think he's a better songwriter than he gets credit for. I think so, too. Um, and a amazing vocal performance from both of them. I agree. To me, this is the greatest Christmas song of all time. Nice. For sure. It's. Um, I think it set the stage for some of the more tropier things about you know, being a... Uh, about, and I could be wrong on this. I, don't, I haven't heard every Christmas song. But I think... Um, it set stage in the sense that it is the you know the story is obviously about him, about him and having a, poor, a bad relationship one Christmas and and learning from it and you know funny you know stuff like that. Um, yeah. You know, I feel I like I, I feel like I thought um, about it. I feel like I wish I thought about it a bit more. <laughs> I think the lesson is uh, if you break up someone, get someone better. Yeah, <laughs> it's basically yeah. what he's trying to say. He's, uh, yeah, it's just a really nice song, man. And it's a beautiful story. And what I like about it is the music video and the song work so brilliantly together. They bring each other up, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's like watching a short movie, man. The whole thing. That's all music videos should be. Uh, yeah, exactly. And it's um, probably one of, it's, a, it's, you know, a perfect Christmas song, perfect pop song, basically. And, and credit to the, director of the music video bloody excellent music video there and it will work so greatly <laughs> what happens in the what, greatly what happens in the video do they go do they go skiing is that it yeah another one in the cabin another one where they're uh, in a cabin having fun with friends putting snow on each other i think that is uh you know it's another reason i'd like to go skiing in a cabin at christmas this song and boys to men um it just looks like a good time you know everyone's having fun you know, and, and everyone's glancing at each other across the table. Um, yeah, great song, man. Great song, and it's a Christmas song that I listen to during the year, throughout the year. If it comes on on like wow, a, really? on a mixtape, yeah, I um, wow. and I won't skip it. I just think it's just a real nice song, man. And no, like I you agree. say, the vocal yeah, performance. Uh, oh, the mate, the backing vocal is incredible. It's just yeah, it's excellent. It's great. I I I might just put the pogues in front of you for best best Christmas song, but. Yeah, I can see that. And that's definitely up there as well. But yeah, it's a close one to me. Um, and one thing I'd like to point out is that drum machine in Last Christmas. Listen to it. Who programmed that? I want to meet that person. You know? <laughs> it's well good. Will. Maybe it was George, though. Probably, yeah, it could have been. Talented man. Dude was, dude was good. Oh, mate, Careless Whisper is so good. Christmas and um, what's that one? Da 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 da, ba ba bow wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, no. Everything she wants, I think. Oh. Yeah, I think I've, I've, I remember the title. 
Wham had a lot of good tracks, and so did George on his solo projects. Well, I've already said on this pod that uh, Edge of Heaven is probably the best part yeah. of all time. Yeah, I know my dad's a big fan of Wham, um, uh, and this song. So this one goes out to my old man, Ricky Foster. Who, by the way, was our first um, fan emailer. Yeah. <laughs> he emailed to correct us on something. Yeah, but, and he still hasn't bloody told us what, which song it is. He drops a correction a in there, but it doesn't tell right. us what he's correcting. <laughs> the first email drops into our account, and I got really excited. And then, uh, and then I see it's correcting me about something. I I don't know if me or I said it or you said it, but apparently we talked also. about a, a, a keyboard sound, but it's actually an accordion. Yeah. The jury's out but on thank that you, one. Richard, for, uh, for emailing us. And thank you. Could you see, he also said he enjoyed the podcast, so that's that's nice. The banter. The banter was good. And the banter is good, and I think, you know, fair dues to us for being so bloody banterful. It is banterful. And slightly hostile this week, but I like it. I'm kind of like, I'm enjoying the energy. Yeah, same. Yeah, I mean, the hostility is perfectly... It's a bit of fun, you know. It's a good bit of hostility. It's like yeah, it's two dogs the, playing. All done in the Christmas spirit. You know, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, I'd say 10 out of 10 pop song, 10 out of 10 Christmas song. Rest in peace, George. Um, I'm going to pour one out for you later. And you made the best Christmas song out there. You can rest easy knowing that. Nice. Nice obituary. Yeah. Um... Our final song and my final pick is uh, Tim Minchin's White Wine in the Sun. Yeah. Um, had you heard the song before? Never in my entire life had I heard this song before. So I, I think Tim Minchin is both uh, hugely successful and uh, also not hugely listened to at the same time. Like, uh, I think most people recognise him. Mm-hmm. Definitely don't probably know his name, but I don't think they... Mm-hmm. They know him well enough to know all of his um, back catalogue. But this, I think, is one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard. It's, uh, yeah, so it's a really emotional song to end on, but I think an appropriate one because we're all going to be spending Christmas apart. Um, so the song is about, I think you should all listen to it. Yeah, I think you should too. Is... I think you should listen to it for sure. I think you should stop the pod to listen to it. <laughs> um, are you back? Good, right. So it's uh, so as you know and now know, it's about um, him singing to his daughter about if she's away for, ever away from home, she'll come back for, at Christmas and be with all her family. Yeah. Again. And uh, yeah, did you tear up at all? You know what I did. I I was definitely on the verge, it's, man. Mate. Yeah, it does something to me. Like, I couldn't listen to. I well, I've had like bad times while I was away from home at uni and stuff I just couldn't listen to it because tear up too much yeah and yeah man amazing. well for me at first I was like I thought you're, you've just gone and posted another bloody comedy musician you know? yeah and he's subversive and he's listing all the things that are obviously um, not what Christmas is all about you know what I mean um, and they're all valid reasons that you might think Christmas sucks you know the commercialization of Christmas, and he and he and he lists it all, and I was like, I can agree with it. You know, I mean, where's this going? And then the song progressed, and I was and I was still listening. Next thing you know, in the latter half, he's talking to his daughter, you know, who's obviously a kid, but that the video is like ten years old, so she's probably quite old now. Um, yeah, and 
yeah, man, that's when it really got deep, and it, and you, it, it's really real nice song, dude. Um, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, I was, I was, re- uh, yeah, I was really, I really like this one. I would never would have heard it. I never would have heard it before either. I don't think I would have yeah, I was, ever I was come across it. Secretly hoping you hadn't heard it before, so you'd have a, it would have a bigger impact on you. Yeah, but, um, yeah, it's beautiful. Yes. At the same time quite funny and as you said he gets some uh he gets a few political digs in there yeah he does he comes up with some good stuff at the beginning that's minchin's style and it was yeah and but like the reason i think the ending had such it just came out of nowhere to me because at first i was listening to it you know and i was thinking he's just like you know doing the whole christmas is kind of shit when you think about it you know i mean the whole the whole way it is now but um you know and uh, you know for sure because he, yeah, cause he spent a lot of time away from his native Australia being a touring comic. And he lived uh, lived over here for quite a long time and then lived in America. He did, um, yeah, because he, he was... You probably might know him if you're English listening to this. We are a transatlantic podcast, Tom, but... Yeah, um, that's true. <laughs> but, I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> but um, our English fans <laughs> might have seen him on like, 8 Out of 10 Cats or the Buzzcocks and stuff like that. He, was, he had a, quite a lot of cameos there, didn't he, back in the day? Great hair. Yeah. And he's a funny dude. And and didn't he write Matilda, the play, the music? He did, yeah. Yeah, and um, Groundhog Day did as well. Oh, cool. Um, two Broadway shows. That'd be cool. Yeah, Groundhog Day sounds like, that could be a cool Broadway show. But yeah, so what I liked about it was because it, it was the, you know, commentary at first. And mm. he leads you in with that and sort of makes you think, here's another song about christmas and that whatever and then yeah it comes he brings up his daughter and his family and stuff the chorus is nice when he says um he'll be spending it with his dad and family and mum and stuff like that it's real good and right at the end yeah man and he uses some real powerful chords and his piano playing is excellent and he's just singing some real deep stuff and uh yeah, it makes you. It makes you. It gives you a little bit of a reminder that, in spite of the, the, way Christmas is, how boring it is, and in the sense that, like, you know, you feel an obligation to go out and buy these janky presents for people and stuff like that. And uh, but at the same time, you're doing it for your family who loves you, and you well, love well them. Said, man. You know, um, yeah, real nice song. It's a, that was a good shout. It was a good find from you. Awesome. Cool. So that's, yeah, so that's our, our selection. Um, go and listen to them. And as previously stated, let us know what you thought of them. Were they good choices? Were they bad choices? Were they adequate choices? Um, yeah, have a have a blinding Christmas. Yeah, make the best of it. Um, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Enjoy yourself. I know it's not the same. I appreciate it's not the same. But... Uh, uh, no, I wasn't going anywhere with that. I was going. I was going to say something uplifting and heartwarming, but I couldn't think of anything. Think of something now. I'll give you some. I'll give, give you some time. Once more, run to the breach, dear friend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, it's uh, obviously it's a bummer, but it's you know, as far as day drinking still allowed. Day drinking still allowed, and before you know, it's going to be summertime again. We can. We're going to be having a great time. Thanks, everyone. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas to all and to all. A good night. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>